Hello, hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode on the KFT Church Podcast, hosted by Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Desi Osei. Here, they share conversations and wisdom nuggets on Jesus, love, marriage, fellowship, and, and everything else you didn't think you needed to know about this walk with Christ. To that, we know that the day of Pentecost, as Apostle said, was 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He walked on this earth, and when he was leaving, he decided that he was going to leave his spirit here. And I believe that by now we get that theme. But when we talk about Pentecost, we cannot talk about Pentecost without talking about the Holy Spirit himself. Amen? And did you know that the Holy Spirit is one of the most ignored people in the church? We shake our head that we know, but even sometimes we all do it. Most of the time we'll say, oh, and God told me this and that. He did not. The Holy Spirit of God told you. But some way, somehow, though they are not separate, we tend to ignore the Holy Spirit. And so I pray that this weekend we recommune with the Holy Spirit. Amen? And so there's dimensions of the Holy Spirit that is talked about in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. Um, the dimensions are the seven dimensions of operation um, that, the, that Jesus, when he walked on the face of this earth, he was operating in. And this is not my message, and I hope it's not Apostle's message tomorrow or Sunday. But there were seven dimensions of the Holy Spirit. Number one, the Spirit of the Lord must rest upon you. So the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, when you become a child of God, this Spirit must rest upon you. And then the Spirit of Wisdom... Number three, an understanding. Number four, the spirit of counsel. Number five, the spirit of might. Number six, the spirit of knowledge. And number seven, the fear of the Lord. You can rewatch this if you need it to write. <laughs> Amen. And so those are the seven dimensions. But where the, the Lord the Holy Ghost wants me to take it today, is the creative dimension of the Holy Spirit. So we look at the Holy Spirit as so many different things. But there's also a creative component of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, I want us to go there, that God created the what? That God created what? This is Bible 101. Continue. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Now, we see in verse 1 that God created heaven and earth. But then in verse 2, it says the Spirit of God is the one 
that hovered or brooded over the face of the waters. And so when we talk about Elohim, we're talking about God the Father. When we talk about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I want you to keep with me. When we talk about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, what we're doing is not dissecting God. He is just three functions. And so when you talk about one person from the Trinity, it is called Eloha. Keep with me. It is called Eloha. But when you talk about God in his fullness, we say Elohim. But Eloha is one person. And so today, I want to focus on Eloha, which is the Holy Spirit's dimension. And in the Holy Spirit, there are many facets of the Holy Spirit. And the part that I want to focus on is the creative dimension of the Holy Spirit. It's important for us to grasp this because once we grasp this, as believers, we find that our Christian lives move better. We find that healing comes quicker. We find that our businesses thrive. We find that we don't have to work 70 jobs in order to make it in life. Because there's a creative spirit behind us. Amen. Stay with me. And so here we have Eloha. When mentioned, it's a part of the Trinity. The Bible says that the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the water. So whenever God exists or wherever God exists, that means his spirit and his son also exist. So you cannot say that the Holy Spirit only was present in the New Testament because the Holy Spirit was actually here brooding over the waters all along. We just never gave it a title for a long time. And where the Father and the Spirit are, the son has to be. So Jesus has been present all along. And when he is present and they come in their trinity, they come in their power, they come in their fullness, and they come with a creative dimension. And so the Bible says here that it was hovering over. When something hovers over, like a hen hovering over their, hen, um, their eggs, they lay or sleep over it. And so the Bible here says that the spirit of God brooded over the whole place. And as it began to brood over the whole place, the fountains of the deep began to manifest. And so as I read, I realized that when the Holy Spirit hovers over you, the deep things that are inside of you begin to give birth. And when it begins to manifest, what happens here is that you form a creative nature. And this is why we publish realities with our tongues. This is why we must be careful when we speak. Because there's a spirit that was brooding over in the Old Testament. 
But then when we go to the New Testament, the Bible says that Jesus sent them out two by two. But before he sent them out two by two, what did he do? He breathed upon them. He gave them his spirit. And so anytime you see the breath of God, that is the spirit of God at work. Amen? And the Bible also lets us know that when God was creating Adam, he formed dust to be like a body. And when you read, it shows you that the dust was just formed to be a body. And when you continue reading, it says, and God blew his breath. And so we were lifeless until God decided to blow his breath on us. We were in sin until one day you were listening to a sermon and the breath of God touched you. And some way, somehow, you ended up in front of the, the altar to give your life to Christ. And so this creative function of God is extremely important when we're talking about Pentecost. The Bible says that the word took form. When you read Genesis 1, 2, and 3, you already see that God is concentrating on creativity. We all know the creation story. And so when you hear this story, you don't automatically think of the Holy Ghost. You think of God separately. But today I want to join them all to you so you know that there is totality in Christ. That when you come to God, you don't only get the Spirit, but you get the Father and you get the Son. And His Spirit no longer just broods over you. He has put His breath inside of you. And whatever you get from the source, if God is the source, I hope you are, we're getting somewhere. And as God breathes inside of you, that means the breath that you have is God's breath. And if you have God's breath, and God said, let there be light, and there was light, that means when you say you shall be healed, healing has to occur. Because your DNA, the breath of your DNA, comes from Christ. The Holy Spirit, which is the creative aspect of Christ. And so when we're talking about Pentecost here, you have to know that this season is a season of creativity. It's a season where your ideas must begin to bubble again. It's a season where you are rejuvenated. It's a season of the second wind. It's a season where when you thought you could not, the Lord shows up. And so he told us this month that we should get excited. And when I thought about the excitement, I realized that the creative dimension of God has come upon me yet again. And this is the season up until September. And so if you notice in America, we start school, especially junior high school, in September. 
Because that is when the, the, the leaves begin to fall off the trees. And that is when students are asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because in the realms of the spirit, from now up until September, there is a creative spirit that broods over the place. And so while people who do not know God and do not have access to his spirit are pondering and are in a different season, the children of God in this season till September just know that God is giving strategy, he's giving ideas, just know that your notepad will be full, your dream life, your dream book. This is the season for us believers. You see, when you begin to understand the creative dimension of Christ, what often happens is that now you are ahead of the game. Because the spirit of God, what it does is it reveals the deep things of God to you. Because the spirit of God, it is the heart of God. And in order for you to know the heart of God towards a situation, you must have his spirit. You didn't get me. In order to know that there were going to be mass shootings, you needed to have the spirit of God dwelling inside of you that will begin to reveal the deep things that God has already orchestrated and the enemy has already conceived in his womb. And so you must learn that in this season, you open your heart to receive everything that is said because what God is doing is that he is opening up an avenue for you to receive his spirit in another dimension another level the eyes begin to open you see things you publish realities with your tongue and so most of the time when kids go to school around these times all the way to September, because in the atmosphere, the spiritual atmosphere, it's an atmosphere where things move. And so when they say, I want to become a doctor, believe it or not, that spirit begins to brood over them. And then you grow older and the desire is there no matter what you do. And some way, somehow, you find yourself in medical school and before you know it, we're calling you a doctor because over 15 years ago, a teacher was prophetic enough to ask you in the season of creativity, what do you want to be? And you said, I want to own some things. And so around this season in summertime, when, when you get excited, that is when you have ideas ideas bubbling up and so the other seasons are meant for you to plan and strategize but this season is meant for you to open your mouth and begin to create realities with your tongue and so a season like this when you say that me and my family shall serve the Lord some way somehow the spirit begins to brood over your occultic family and some way somehow before you know it your sister gets into an accident but it was not an accident because all things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose and if you love the Lord you don't worry about accidents because you know some way somehow their car will end up in the parking lot of the church 
And so, everything that is created in the realms where God has supremacy, God has his spirit in it. And God has supremacy everywhere, so he created everything. And so, if you have a business and it was not conceived in the realms of the spirit first, and it was not consulted by the Holy Spirit for you to do it, it will fail. Because anything that does not get its source from the supreme being ultimately cannot stand. This is why we don't fight people when it comes to the church. Because if this church is from God, it will stand. Whether COVID, whether scandals, whatever it is, it will stand. And so when God begins to unveil his plan for you, what happens is the weather comes, the winds come, and no matter what, it still stands. And so it's quite important that we begin to focus on the Holy Spirit because this spirit that brooded over over 2,000 years ago is the same spirit that now resides in us. And so if it had power over us, imagine the power it has when it's in us. He said he sent them out two by two. He, he sent them out two by two. And he blew his breath inside of them. How powerful is that? For you to wake up one day. And the spirit of the Lord begins to unveil mysteries to you. You see, one thing about this creative dimension of God is he unveils mysteries to you as well, too. And so some of you who are always lost in the season, I was telling one of our sisters that tech, right now, if you're not in tech, you better get in tech, get the certificate and put it to the side. Because that is the season we're in. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor, teacher, whatever you are, just get a tech certificate of some sort. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has unveiled to his sons that this is where it's going. And so once the Holy Spirit unveils things to you and you abide by it, before you know it, when the time comes, you align with the time. And so many people end up not aligning with the time because they do not acknowledge the spirit within. Our apostle talked about the power within us. This is the Holy Spirit. When you begin to acknowledge the Holy Spirit and what his dimensions are, he begins to unveil the mind and the heart of God to you and for you. And this is why when we have Jesus in several different scenarios, he did not heal everyone the same way. This is why you theological people must be extremely careful. Because the spirit of God reveals things to different people at different times. And so because you saw somebody kneel down and get healed. But me, 
Jesus, the Holy Spirit, told me to spit in sand and put it on their eyes because your comprehension doesn't get it. You begin to think it's witchcraft when in reality it is the Spirit of God that hovers over me and inside of me talking. You guys don't get stuff like this. If you want to hear it in plain text, the Holy Spirit will give you directions that will look so foolish and so stupid to everyone around you. And it does not matter. All you have to do is abide and obey. We moved into this place with like four members and we only had $200 in tithes. But the Holy Spirit said, it's time for you to open up this place. The rent is $5,000, $6,000, $7,000. But we were getting $200 in tithes. Does that make sense? To the natural man, you should have waited until you could not fit in the classroom. But when the Spirit of God begins to speak, you move at the rate and at the pace of the Spirit of God. And when the people who do not carry that Spirit finally decide to latch on, that is when they are too late and too far. But when you carry this spirit, the Lord directs you. And when he directs you, he directs you in such a way that it makes no sense to man. It makes no sense to man. Today, my assignment here was simple. That I should let you know that even when it comes to the healing, even when it comes to the sowing, even when it comes to the worshiping. You see how when we worship, some people can scream, some people can laugh, some people can lay down, some people cry, because the Holy Spirit speaks to us differently. And when you are led by the Spirit, and you are a son of the Spirit, you begin to move by the Spirit. And so you are not doing ministry based on man. You are not leading your family based on man. You are not having a marriage based on the world. You now begin to move in a different dimension and in a different realm. Today I was speaking to a, a friend of mine. And she said that she brought up my page on Instagram to a very highly sought after man of God. And the man of God was saying, it's not possible for a man and woman to be in ministry together and the woman would not disrespect her husband. The devil is a liar. And she said, hold up, I actually have an example for you. And she pulled up my page, glory be to God. And as we were talking, the Holy Spirit literally said that because you and your husband are led by me, your marriage is not the same type of marriage that ministerial marriages go through. And so he does not need to suppress you because you walk by the Spirit. He walks by the Spirit. Together the marriage is in the Spirit. Together the ministry is in the Spirit. And so when people see this spiritual marriage, 
not that other type, but the marriage of the spirit, now they desire it. And so it's not really an obsession. What you are seeing and loving is a spirit-led, spirit-moved, spirit-breathed, spirit-rejuvenated. It is not a fleshly thing. It's a spirit thing. And so while we talk about the day of Pentecost, and I'm sure Apostle will do justice to it, the Holy Spirit said, you need to teach them that I am the creative portion of them. Holy Spirit just said that there is a, a boom of ideas that have been going through your head recently. And you did not understand why. But it's one of those things where you write it down. Because the, sometimes God will tell you, go. But what you have to do is by the Spirit know when to go. And, and that is why we need this Holy Spirit. Because the Lord will tell us, I've opened the doors of London to you. And so go and minister. But now in tarrying... The Holy Spirit will reveal to us, not this year, maybe not next year. It'll be this month. But if you don't carry this creative spirit inside of you, you just hear, and the enemy can even manipulate your hearing. All you hear is go, and you go in the name of I'm obedient. You don't know the spirit of God. You don't know the spirit of God. Because he said, you'll marry. I knew I was going to marry this man many years ago. But had we joined together in 2009, I would have had sex with him. And I'm fertile. And this whole operation would have been shut down. And so though the Lord will tell you this is the one, it may not be the time. But you would not know that unless you carry the spirit of God. And if you are not careful and you disobey this creative spirit that is trying to create the most beautiful marriage that others have seen, you go ahead and you fornicate and you mess up what God wanted to do. Just because God said, I, I, I want you to start a business. You don't go and tarry. You don't go and ask the Holy Spirit because you run yourself. You run yourself. So when the Spirit of God hovers upon the face of the water, what is happening is the creation is beginning to take effect. And when, when creation begins to take effect, what it does is it causes a shaking. It causes something supernatural to happen. I want us to turn over to 2 Samuel 22, verse 16. And it says, Then the channels of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were uncovered. At the rebuke of the Lord... 
at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. See, I don't read the Bible, so you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. Here, this is the description of what happened when the hovering took place. It says the channels of the sea were seen, but I thought the earth was a, a void. But when the spirit of God came over it, what it uncovered was the sea. And so when the spirit of God begins to brood in you, it begins to show you yourself ahead of time. When the spirit of God comes upon you, it says the foundations of the world were uncovered. That is when you begin to realize that I do have house witches. Even though I never heard of it, now I know that there are people who genuinely don't like me and my family. When the spirit of God begins to brood in you, he begins to uncover. So if you are naive and you are ignorant to spiritual things, it is only smart or wisdom of me to deduce that you don't have the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who carries the spirit of God is extremely discerning. remember when I used to be in Buffalo and some days I'm walking to church because I have to do opening prayer and the Holy Spirit would reveal to me that this Sunday is going to be a supernatural Sunday. So make sure you know what type of wig to wear. It sounds funny, but the Holy Spirit is so wise that he will uncover tomorrow to you today. And he will cause you to not look like a fool. And so everybody's wig used to be off, except for mine. There's one thing about me. And so I realized that I was beginning to discern the season. Because there were some Sundays, we used to call it unusual Sundays. When we come, the, the worship was so intense that I knew that my pastor would not be able to preach. Because I had discerned it in the realms of the spirit. The Holy Spirit had unveiled it to me. And so I dressed appropriately for those type of Sundays. You got to know these things. You must know these things. But some of us, we just walk in here and we don't even understand. Maybe I should do some background research on Pentecost and let me see what this thing is about. Because what happened here at worship today, we haven't had a worship like this in a while. But from the morning, the Holy Spirit said, the worship team had prepared in the spirit. And so we saw the manifestation today. And so what the Holy Spirit will do is he will reveal tomorrow to you, today, 
and cause you to prepare. And so you won't be like the foolish virgins when you carry the spirit of God. You will always carry extra oil. You know when night is about to hit because that is what this creative spirit does. It creates a strategy for you. It creates exit plans for you. It creates business plans for you. It creates ministerial plans for you. I saw a church today. And the members were literally asking, how come we don't have a day of Pentecost day? And the man of God said, it's not really that serious. And I said to myself, wow, this is what we call flesh-led ministry. Because I know churches across the globe, no matter what country, state, or city, they're all celebrating this season. But when you don't carry the Holy Spirit, you tend to do things on your own. I saw one man of God, he's opening his church on a Saturday. And he's not seven-day Adventist. But he said he got things to do on Sunday. Desiree, where are you? Am I lying? I'm not lying, because she sent it to me. And... <laughs> And so we must be very careful. David was beginning to explain that the power of God, he began to speak about the breath of the nostrils of God. And when we speak about this spirit, we're talking about a spirit that uproots, tears down, and recreates. And so once you become friends with the Holy Spirit, what he does is he redesigns your insides and he brings it outside. This is why something like weight loss is not a physical thing. It's more of a spiritual thing. And when you can conquer the inside, the outside loses the weight just like that. Because it's a Holy Ghost thing. Someone says it's a Holy Ghost thing. And so, as the Spirit of God searches you, the essence of the Holy Spirit in regards to creation is to make sure that whatever you've been praying for, whatever you've been seeing, when you speak it, you create it. And so when you become one with this spirit that creates things, now you understand that when you speak, Heaven has to back you. Many of us, we declare things and nothing happens because we don't know that there is a spirit in us that is breath breathed from God. And when God said, let there be light, there was light. So when I speak, it must happen. But when you don't have this revelation, you think you speak by your own authority. This is why when you are casting out a demon, and I'm sure some of you have seen the video, the young lady was casting out a demon, and she said that she speaks by the authority of her father. That is an error. You speak by the authority of Christ Jesus because you have an understanding that the spirit inside of you that creates demons' knees to be weak, when you say every knee shall bow, you must bow. So you guys are not catching it. 
What I want you to understand is that every word that proceeded out of your mouth, when you become one with the Holy Spirit, it must come to pass. This is why the prophetic is so important. Just today, a couple of people got a whole bunch of jobs. A whole bunch of jobs. And one thing that one of the people told me today, she said that I saw you talking on Sunday and I told the Lord that if your, if your prophet is truly a prophet and she has declared that tomorrow by this time, then I need a job. And lo and behold, today she got a job. And she said as she got the job, the Holy Spirit reminded her that the words were created on the altar. This is why it's important to have someone speak over your life that has the Spirit of God. Because the minute I begin to say that there is a great evangelist of our time in this house right now, some way, somehow, it forms, and that spirit enters you, and the prostitute like you, a Jezebel like you, a nobody like you, because the words were formed, a porn hungry man like you, now you are the next big evangelist of our time, because the spirit of God formed the words, and you received it, you ate it, you believed it, and it's regurgitating itself. See, what the Spirit of God does is because he knows our end from our beginning. This is our life. He knows here and he knows here. And so when you become one with the Holy Spirit, he unveils things to you little by little by little by little. And what he does is he causes the whole creation to now come and fulfill what the Spirit of God has said about you. This is why you must have an understanding of who you are. You know the scripture that says that uh, the creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons. This is what the scripture means. That when you finally get a hold of who you are in the spirit, when you finally get a hold of the fact that you are a mighty man of valor and not just little, some little punk boy on the street, now the whole creation has awaited you and begins to respond to you. Mosquitoes when created, were created to suck nectars. But because of some evil that went on in the world, mosquitoes bite us now and suck blood. But when you begin to arise, the creation of the mosquito now has to readjust its mind because there's a manifestation of the sun and now mosquitoes won't no longer bite us. They begin to look for nectars to bite because that is what God created. But when Satan came, he came and shifted some things. And so the minute we begin to arise in the spirit, now creation begins to align itself with the word of God and so there's no way that I should be having mosquito bites when I have the revelation
that you should not bite me. And so this creative dimension of the Holy Spirit, if I bring it into layman's terms for you, what it looks like is the Spirit of God moves you into ministry. You don't move yourself into ministry. And when the Spirit of God moves you into ministry, he begins to direct you. And so you can be in Connecticut in the most desolate of Christian places where there are no mega churches, where there's a few Baptist churches, and your core members don't even come from Connecticut. Because what he does is he sends his angels now to extend your voice some way, somehow. And the spirit that you speak now becomes a hook. And people come from the left, the right, the north, the south, the east, the west. And when you are sitting down with your carnal mind, you cannot comprehend how people are literally flocking to a place hours and hours away. This creative spirit, when you become one with it, when you become one with it, you heal the sick. You heal the sick. You speak a thing and it comes to pass. You command things to stand still and they stand still. When you say that Peter walk on water, it is not by the faith of Peter, but it is by the spirit of God that is in my mouth that I have breathed those words. And now even the water must listen to me and stand still so a man man can walk on it. You'll get this about two days later. This spirit of God here, what it does is it forms bridges for you. And so you speak that tomorrow by this time, God will make a way. And so as you speak it, the bridge begins to form. And some way, somehow, the recruiters are calling you. Some way, somehow, the, the husband is there connected to you. Some way, somehow, your business partner begins to now come and see the favor of God on your life some way somehow investors because you spoke it now they align with you and because you didn't know that it was the creative function of the Holy Spirit you sit there and you allow the enemy to take it but today by revelation of what you are learning I, I ask that you receive this creative spirit to speak things into existence. That when you close your eyes and pray, you begin to see the drawings. When you close your eyes to pray, you begin to see yourself in a white coat. When you close your eyes to pray, you can see your children manifesting. When you close your eyes to pray, you can see the big mega church. When you close your eyes to pray, you can see many gathered giving their lives to Christ. 
because you are now creating realities. You are publishing realities with your tongue. Please be seated. This creative dimension of God, this creative dimension known as the Holy Spirit, who has different functions, but he also carries this creative ability. Today I ask that those of you who are in the corporate world, may you align with this creative spirit. May we have a fluctuation of promotions within the next three months. Within the next three months. I want dangerous testimonies of promotions. May the Lord give you creative strategies that will cause your boss's boss to take a second look at you. May the Lord begin to give you a dimension in the workforce that would blow your own mind, that would cause you to realize that indeed he is a spirit that creates. If indeed I am truly a prophet, in the next three months, people who are not even supposed to be promoted May you come and testify of your promotion. May you come and testify. May you get the job and be promoted speedily. 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 Tonight, we'll create some realities with our tongues. We will not be limited. Every day, I put lotion on my kid's face, whether it's hot or not. And those who are around at home, you hear what I say, the blood of Jesus. I create this reality with my mind. And so the lotion is no longer lotion. And everyone has the blood of Jesus. And so God forbid a mass shooter was to even step on the block. By virtue of the blood that is on my child's face, you cannot step into the school because I have created a force shield with the blood of Jesus and my child is the point of contact and I have created a gateway that they will exit and nothing will happen to them. When, when you begin to see your prayers, this is a prayer you should always pray. That Lord, show me the effects of my prayers. Don't just pray to pray. But when you pray, say, Lord, let me see a vision. Let me see something. If you're praying about a man, you better see at least a figure, something. When I would pray, 
I knew that he was tall with a basketball. Didn't know who just yet, but I knew he was tall with a basketball. So if you were short and you came my way, I'm like the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Don't quote me on that one. <laughs> Some like him short. Because when you stand on your money, you're tall. So this creative function tonight, I want us to pull this dimension down. If it's the day of Pentecost and the special guest is the Holy Spirit, that means he must gift us with whatever dimension he's coming in. Today he's coming in the dimension of creativity. As a child of God, you have no business with a dull mind. As a child of God, writer's block. We have a lot of poets in this house. There's no reason why you should have writer's block, especially in this season. Listen, we have more preachers in this house as KFT than you guys realize. The Lord has been prompting me all week. He said that you guys are full of preachers. You have preachers. The goal is to send them out. KFT should be everywhere. Some of you have never been prophesied to that you are actually called into the fold. I'm telling you today, if you'll receive it, receive it. That you are called. Hagar, receive it. You are called into the fold. There are different offices that are represented in this house. And God said that you guys are not the true members. You guys are the workers. When we get to prayer city, that's when the members will come. And so we need cell leaders. We need Bible studies teachers. We need more evangelists. I need more prophets in the house. We need more pastors. We need more teachers. And the Lord said, this is it. He literally told me, he said, some of you are attracted to the ministry, but you don't know why. You don't know why. There's because there's a call of God upon your life. And today I'm creating this call to come and ring on the doorbell of your heart. May you begin to desire, not just preaching, but literally in the fold. May you begin to walk in a dimension that you never even saw yourself. May you see yourself with the white cloak around your neck right now. Begin to see yourself walking hand in hand, two by two, with your spouse. The same grace at work here. Yes. The same grace at work here. Both shall wear clericals. Both shall prophesy. Both. Both, both, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. Marriage is in ministry, receive it. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, send us out two by two, two by two, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. The psalmist. And the pastor, the prophet, and the apostle, the teacher, and the apostle, the prophet, and the evangelist. Receive it. 
Receive it. Receive it. Lift up your hands and begin to receive the call. The call of God that is on your life. You can run, but you cannot run from God. Today he is knocking at the door of your heart. Receive it. Receive it. For there is a promise of the Holy Spirit. There is a promise of the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost marriages. Ministerial marriages. I decree and I declare. I decree and I declare. You will not just marry anyone. You will marry someone who is for the kingdom. Who works for the kingdom. Ha! 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 Shanda Maha! Rina Maha! Hey, receive it! You will not hold your spouse back, but you will walk two by two. And the Lord would breathe in you. Breathe in you. Breathe in you. You will minister together. You will lay hands on the sick together. The grace is here, saith the Holy Spirit. This creative dimension of God, when it is upon you, this thing that I'm saying, it sounds like hype. The Lord showed me two by two clericals, two by two clericals, two by two clericals walking, being sent out, being sent out. The desire will get stronger. The desire will build. You will, your wife will not just be laying around. She'll be full of the spirit. Your husband won't just be laying around. He'll be full of the spirit. He is being processed right now. He is being processed through the fire. 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 To the fire! To the fire! Hey! Holy Ghost, take over! Close, hands lifted up. See, the word of God gives us a promise of the Holy Spirit. And when you begin to believe in the promise of the Holy Spirit, it finds expression inside of you. 
and your life begins to reflect that of the Holy Spirit. Tonight, as you've learned of the creative dimension, we're going to pray that, Lord, let your spirit find expression inside of me. What does that look like? Moving forward from this day, I don't care if they say nine out of ten women have miscarriages because of the spirit of God that flows inside of you. I don't care if you had it before or not. The spirit of God, once it finds expression inside of you, your wife can never reject a child. You as a woman, you can never, your body can never reject a child. Tonight, lift up your hands, say, Holy Ghost, find expression in me, in my life, in my life, as I begin to pray, find expression in me. Come on. Fire, 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 fire,
of the Holy Spirit does is it births things out. And so there was dust formed in the likeness of a man, but it was not a man until God breathed upon it. As we were praying, the Lord said that there's some pioneers in this house. You got to be able to create something, a sandal, a movement, a community, a medicine, a cough drop, something, a song. It does not matter. Today, as you pray, may the reality of the creativity that comes with the Holy Spirit cause you to pioneer something. In this lifetime, you cannot die like your mother. You cannot die like your father. You must be known. This is why Christians are not as respected as they should be. Because they don't know how to make worldwide impact. But the Lord is calling a new generation. Yes, Lord. You'll be known as the pastor who created the IT software that is being used around the world. Yes, We're talking about birthing out the spirit of God, this creative side. It causes you to birth out. Tonight as you begin to pray. May you begin to create the reality that you are pioneering something so big, so wide, something that the world has never heard of. Only God could have given it to you. Just lift up your hand. My Father, my Maker. My Father, my Maker. Tonight, tonight. Let your spirit, let your spirit, your creative spirit, your creative spirit begin to brood, begin to brood over, me over me and my thoughts. And my thoughts. Begin, begin to speak to me. To speak to me. I must pioneer. I must birth. I must pioneer. I must birth. As I begin to pray, release. Release the unction. Release the unction. Release the unction. Come on.
creative spirit does is it causes distinction. What do I mean? The apostles all walked the face of this earth. They were fasting. And the Holy Spirit said, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas. What the Holy Spirit does when you begin to glean from its creative aspect is he, he specializes you in something. He sets you apart. Tonight, we're asking, Holy Spirit, set me apart. And as a sign that God has heard your prayers, this month of June, some way, somehow, may someone say something along the lines of, you're different. You're different. May you hear those words. Whichever way it may come out, may you specifically hear. You can be singing the same song as everyone else but when they hear you they must say mm, there's something different yes, you can wear the same outfit as everyone else but when they see you they must ask where did you get this from it looks different yes, you can be taking the same type of videos as everyone when they see you they must ask what kind of camera is this yes, as a sign that God has heard your prayers today if you wanted to have a litmus test yes, before June is up, hey. may the Lord send someone yes, Lord. to tell you that you are different. Yes, Lord. In case you ever doubted God, this month may you hear that you are different. Yes, Lord. Tonight we're praying that Lord make me a woman of distinction. Yes, Lord. Make me a man of distinction. Yes, Lord. Make this ministry of distinction. Jesus. My family, yes, I will no longer pattern the way I move with my family yes, based on history, but I am patterning to the Holy Spirit and what he tells me to do. My business is no longer patterned to the patterns of this world. I am patterning it to the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. As a result, there must be distinction. Listen, we prayed about the rod of distinction. And many of you began to see it in your lives. You began to testify. We're praying another level of this prayer. May your own parents look at you and say, mm, My child, you're different from your siblings. Yes, Lord. May the Lord cause you to hear those words this month. And when you come, testify quickly. I'm different and keep it moving. Amen. I want us to pray. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Set me apart. Set me apart. With your creative nature. With your creative nature. Give me a mind. Give me a mind. And a tongue. And a tongue. That is set apart. That is set apart. In distinction. In distinction. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, as I begin to pray, as I begin to pray set, me apart, set me apart, set me apart, set me apart, set me apart, come on, come on, come on,
Again, your hosts were Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Leslie Osei. We hope you were blessed by this conversation and gained insight. Please be sure to connect with us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Kingdom Full Tabernacle. Until next time, God bless you.